quack, 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 quack. Welcome back to D5, The Mighty Ducks, the show where we look back at the 1994 Disney hockey sequel, D2, The Mighty Ducks, five-ish minutes at a time. <laughs> For the last time this season, I'm your host, Blake, and on the line, already laughing in the background, is returning I'm sorry. for the second episode, is Tyranny Seal Callahan. Tyranny, how you doing? Hey, I tried to hold it in, I swear, but I just, I, that was... That was too good. Yeah, I love in this because I've done other movies by minutes formats, and you always reach that weird like, do I just make one longer and or one really shorter? And I usually tend to do it by, well, where does this fall on the days of the week that it will be released? Yeah, because this is a weekly show. I figured what's yeah, just, um, you don't have up. that. We'll just finish the movie up. They talk about they talk about the way this celebration in the movie ends and have some fun with it. So, Charity, since you were on the last show, you don't have the last episode, we don't have to go through your history with this again. But let's get right into the movie. As the Ducks have right. won, they won. Here we are, we're celebrating. Woo! And I love this. Is this like the most triumphant last episode of a podcast ever? Seriously, this is even bigger than last year. Like, this is such a great ending. Like, this is so great. <laughs> like, oh, you bet it is. <laughs> like, this celebration is amazing. Like, this is how you should celebrate a championship. Like, this is amazing. So, so we, we have the celebration. Where would you like to begin? Yeah, well, before we get to the Ducks, let's jump over to the Iceland bench. Where Gunnar Stahl actually promised cool. to adopt his coach, which is a great moment. It's a great moment. So it's it, it's a it's a great moment that I completely skip over. I mean, the you lost yourself. It's a beautiful line. It's well delivered. It's this moment. Except all I ever quote is, "Let's go shake their hands." Yes. <laughs> And this is the And if you don't say it like that, what are you even doing with your life? Very true. Well the cool part here is this is hockey tradition. This is a big time hockey tradition mm -hmm. of the handshake line. And what's cool about this is this is kind of at the time almost a new thing. Because this wasn't really a thing in the NHL, like in the late eighties, early nineties. Like this is a oh. new thing. If you if you like, I know this because the um at one one summer the NHL network was airing they were doing this Reliving the Glory series. And they were airing every Stanley Cup final in order from 1980 all the way to, I think, 2015. It was really cool. Like, every day they air a different game. Wow. So I decided, well, I'm not going to DVR. I DVR the Devil's ones so that I could put them on DVD. But, like, 
I was I watched some older games. I'm watching the '80s, and the '80s is weird. Like they're celebrating. There's no like presentation. There's no like anything. There's no handshake lines. There's nothing. And then you get to like the '90s, and I think it might have actually been the Canadians or the Canadian or the Pittsburgh Penguins. One of those years where the handshake line finally started. So this is a new thing in hockey when this movie comes out. So. For purely personal reasons, I'm going to need it to be the Penguins rather than the Canadians because I hate them. Um, (laughs) I I am not a Penguins fan, but I have friends that are. So (laughs) I could could accept that on a different level. I'm a devil's fan. Well, you and Sean have had a good time the past couple weeks, I assume. (laughs) (laughs) We did. We we have a lot of fun. It's funny even when when people – People listen to these episodes, you'll you hear them when they mm-hmm. air. We I, I took a lot of shots at like Canada. Let's go shows. I took a lot of shots at Canada. I don't Fair. even know why. Because I took a lot of shots at this at the country of Canada for the last couple of weeks. So if I think it's funny that I Yeah, I went to a Bruins game with Sean German and I was the only one who knew he was a Jersey fan, and so we met up, and they were like, Charity, where's your friend? I'm like, there he is, and there was just a hush fell over my family as they took in his <laughs> devil's jersey that he was wearing, and they processed that the person who had gotten me the tickets was rooting for the other team, because, <laughs> yeah, my uncle's family are ruins through and through and so i have a great picture of sean and my cousin pretending they're about to box in the middle of the garden well that's um, <laughs> so, well i would yeah um, so, my so number two team I, is the predators like number two because i'm in milwaukee we have the admirals and it's the farm team for the preds so number two is the predators my best friend here in milwaukee got us tickets to the predators blackhawks game at the madhouse in chicago and the fact and he got he let me one of his his predator jerseys. I don't have a Preds jersey. I have devil jerseys. I don't have a Preds jersey. So let me one of his jerseys. And we went in wearing Preds gear, and it's hysterical because we're like bright yellow. <laughs> it was sea of like red and black. <laughs> it was the picture. I will so say, <laughs> God, the best yellow jersey I've seen. I kind of want one, but. I, and you know what? Maybe in 20 years, I'll be looking back and like, oh, I should have just spent the money. The Boston women's team is the Boston Pride. Yes. So it has a lioness on the... Oh, God, I love that jersey. It's and, so and cool. The, 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 um, w, the NWHL. There it is. I'm trying to remember the... Uh, I've not said the letters in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> they do a beautiful... Yeah, I, I was thinking about it. The jerseys are beautiful. The jerseys are beautiful. On the, the yeah. So. They're really cool. But these are some beautiful jerseys on the ice here. Yes, they are. Um, the Ducks oh, jerseys. Um, <laughs> speaking of jerseys, we see it on the back as he goes through the line. Uh, just a really quick shout out. Uh, my last name, Steele, comes from Stahl. Oh, The nice. same root that Gunner's last name came from. Oh, nice. Now, my family was Dutch, so it was S T A A L originally, but steel, stall, 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 like they all are the same thing. <laughs> it's just like where are you from determined how you spelled it, and then eventually in America everyone settled on steel. <laughs> I, I, I fully understand. Um, so that. I, I always felt they uh 
Yeah, I I always felt a a a, a kinship. I I under I you know it was special for me, and it's so funny because now I'm watching this and the the accent they're doing, the colors, the coach, the vibe. The fact that they then run around with American flag. I, the last time I was on the show, we talked a lot about the movie Miracle right. and the original Miracle on Ice. And I don't think it's a coincidence that I love this movie and a few years later discovered the Jack Ryan series <laughs> and fell in love with that. Like, go. this is Cold War for kids. Like, okay, you're not quite ready for the Russians to be the bad guys, but ice, close enough. <laughs> yeah, Iceland, which I did do my research back when we started the Iceland game. There is zero hockey history with Iceland. Mm-hmm. So they literally had a clean slate to work with for this team because there's no history at all <laughs> this yeah. outside of this yeah. movie. <laughs> So, okay, I I, I want to make a point here that I I've been I've been harping on this whole season going into next season's movie, right here. Gunner calls Charlie Captain Duck. He's not wearing a C mm-hmm. here at all. In the third movie, they make mm. a big deal that Charlie has always been our captain, and he's never worn the C in either one of these movies. <laughs> Like, when did he become their captain officially? I thought I thought you were a C on the original jersey. Nope. If you watch back, there's no there's no C um, in the first movie at all. There's none. There's no captain uh, behind. So wow, it's one of those things that got like put in the third movie to explain why he's their leader, but he's technically mm-hmm. never worn the captaincy. Like, it's a massive plot point in the third movie. So. It's yeah, weird. well, and I always, I always wanted to see on it, but I guess that was just because he's Captain Duck. Like. Exactly. <laughs> uh, you mentioned that in our last episode. I'm like, you know, I'm gonna wait till this one to bring that my point up that I've been talking about this whole. To break my heart. <laughs> it's impossible. I'm too in love. It's okay. It's all good. It's all good. Um, I do yeah. love the respectful handshake between Gordon and um, Stanton here. Like, I beat you. <laughs> Respect here. Yep. Yeah, it, it's a cool handshake moment. It, it lasted Again, really too long. <laughs> 1994, we were not that far removed from the Cold War, no. and this is the these are the movies that we made. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, um, I do love the fact that Banks hands the flag off to Charlie. That is a great, like, moment. It's a great moment. It also so that was the moment. The first movie. It's also a great symmetry to the first movie because Charlie had Banks' back when he first joined the team. So, there you go. So, I have mentioned before, I probably even mentioned when I guessed it on the first season, this is the moment that little nine-year-old, about to be ten-year-old Tierney looked up at the screen and thought, I love him. There was something about Charlie Conway running around on the ice in sneakers, jeans, and a slightly too big for him hockey jersey that really did it for me. <laughs> Waving the American flag, being all patriotic. Brains are weird. I don't know what to tell you. All I know is that I walked into this movie not thinking anything about boys and walked out completely boy crazy for the rest of my life. <laughs> Oh my god! You know what that sounds like, and this is gonna uh, be funny. My my um mm-hmm. my son will never admit this out loud, <laughs> but he's got a massive crush on Zendaya, much like most little boys in this world. I did not mm-hmm. know he had this crush on Zendaya until we saw Greatest Showman. 
Um, because okay. he wanted to see Greatest Showman. And I'm like, oh my God, I still want to see a musical. I'm not going to say no. no. <laughs> I'm not going to say no to that. Yeah. Ever. So I'm like, we're going to see Greatest <laughs> play Showman. Play it cool. Play, play it cool. Exactly. Like, but yeah. I, told, I told my wife, I'm like, he wants to see Greatest Showman. We're going to go see Greatest Showman as a family. And we're going to go see this. By the way, great movie. But anyway, we go see Greatest Showman. And we kind of lost him for about two and a half minutes, three minutes during the sequence of of, Zen, of Zendaya and Zac Efron doing their like dance sequence and their duet. Because normally in slow songs, he kind mm-hmm. of doesn't get into it. I've never seen a little boy so entranced <laughs> that in like two and a half minutes watching Zendaya doing a tightrope dance in <laughs> Greatest Showman. <laughs> Well, someday he'll be doing a podcast on it. <laughs> and then it, it didn't put two and two together. Yeah, I don't know. And it was something about the fact that, yeah. Oh, it put two and two together. You're like, oh, I know why we're here. It's in Spider-Man. And oh, like, it kind of put two and two together. Like, ooh, I get to see Zendaya in Spider-Man. He, he will never admit this to me, but I know that look. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yep. We've all had that look. <laughs> I don't know why it was him on the sneakers and the ice. I was just like, that's the coolest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> You're allowed. You're absolutely allowed. So. <laughs> and I love that he does kind of slide every time. Like he doesn't pretend. And then he eventually hands off the flag so that someone who, you know, Play. can actually keep, I love them all trying to skate behind him. And it's like, this is not going to work for more than two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like when you watch like coaches during like Stanley Cup celebrations, try to raise the cup. And it just doesn't work. Yeah. It's just like <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. So. Oh. oh man, that's so funny. Actually, now that I'm rewatching it, it's really funny to watch it just sliding across the ice. <laughs> yes, and like Julie grabs him, and it's just so wonderful. Well, what's funny Everyone's is watching it. So now, happy, my little tell, patriotic American heart. You can tell <laughs> they did this in one take because the flag is getting all tangled, and they didn't bother to go fix it like at all. They didn't bother yeah. to fix any of it. Yeah, the field of stars is just gone when yeah. they're going around. But it works, though, because that's something that would make sense, yeah. you know? Like, that's how it is in reality. Definitely. Like, the flag did stay perfect. Like, when Team USA won the World Juniors, and I watched that, the flag did not stay normal. You know what I mean? It got wrapped up. It got crazy. You know what I mean? Like, that's how it works. So. Yeah. Oh, man. So that's that's awesome. So then yeah. we continue, and we this is where we yeah. have the, this part of the movie. And then we, I love the the flyover with the plane turning into ducks. Like, that's a great... I do kind of like that. Like, whoever thought of that was... Whoever thought it was brilliant and whoever added the ADR of Bombay saying, all right, ducks, let's go home or something like that is genius because I was like, that's such a stupid line. I hate that that's the last line. And then I was watching that transition and I'm like, it would make no sense if he didn't ask. Yeah, you have to like, have that's something. That's actually a good catch. Yeah, it's, you it's have perfect. to have something that says, like, we are going home. Now we can show a plane. Now the plane can fade into ducks. Get it? Although they're geese, totally. Right? Yeah, whatever. It works. It works for what they're trying to do. absolutely look like, yeah. yeah. We all got it. Exactly. It works <laughs> um, for what we're trying And then to we do. get the most confusing campfire. <laughs> so yeah. the ducks the went home. <laughs> so the ducks went home to Minnesota. All right, fine, whatevs. Te- the teachers that all right, fine. 
<sighs> because we had to have a love story. Of course, she and Bombay end up together, which Fine. drives me insane. You know what? That... You know what, though? To, to credit words do. That's the only time it's really mentioned is here in the campfire scene. So you can kind of just say, well, they're not really together. And you're just hanging out and they're like best friends now. You can go with that. So. Yeah. I'd be fine with them being best friends. Yeah, they um, And, okay. Why why are all the kids from all over the country there? Okay. With, I, I, I'll give you my headcanon here. I'll give you my headcanon. Mm, what I can let's think hear of it. Here, what I can think of here is maybe this is literally right after they, they won. And they're all going home the next day. And this is the night they got back. Because remember, everyone met up in Minnesota at the beginning of the movie. So, maybe they all got together. And they're like, well, we're taking off tomorrow. Uh, Let's have one last night together. And this is that one last night. Oh. I had completely... I'm, I'm going to show how long ago I watched the beginning of this movie. Which uh, you, of all people, should understand. Being uh-huh. in your last episode of the podcast. I, I thought... They all met up in California. No, they all met up in Minnesota. So that's where the gotcha. the new ducks met the old ducks. Oh. So. Uh, okay. Your head cannon fixes it. There you go. And now it's fine. Because I was <laughs> like, it makes no sense for Wu to be in Minnesota. <laughs> or, or for Dwayne to be here too. You know what I mean? Dwayne's also yes, here. So. Yes. Why is Dwayne, like, why would he have flown to Minnesota? And again, it doesn't make perfect sense, but at least that makes more sense. Exactly. They just but haven't it's... got home yet. They haven't got home yet. It's as simple as that. Yeah. This is their last night. They, they, had to, they had to buy a special ticket for Russ. So he... <laughs> yes, exactly. Russ had to come with them just to be here. Or, or yeah, uh, I can see his friends like teaming up to get him, to get him a ticket because he, uh... I can see that, you know? Like his brother so helping he him out. Like, he that kind of with his friends. Yeah, Aww. I can totally see that, you know? <laughs> that's amazing yeah and and so yeah when you were describing your son all i could think of is um you know we watched the campfire scene i never really thought about it i i knew this song but i remember the credits rolling and me just sitting there in a stupor like wait what what what's ha- what's happening we we go home now what is home i don't understand i have to sit here and process this mother <laughs> And of course, the song we're, we're playing here is Real the Champions, which is Queen, which yep. is perfect because we played Real Rock You earlier. And if, I cannot hear the song without thinking of this scene. Oh, I know. I'm the same way. Well, the, I just want to throw this out there. For anyone that used to listen to classic, I used to work at UPS, but I was in New Jersey. And Classic Rock Radio would be the one station we can all agree on. Kind of the one station we can agree on. So we turn on mm-hmm. Classic Rock. And on Classic Rock, and according to the Queen's album, Queen album, the single apparently, "We Will Rock You" and "We Are the Champions" are on the same track. So they always get yep. playing these songs back to back. So it's funny to me that they're both in this movie. <laughs> it's really funny to me how that worked. So yeah, it feels really weird to hear the end of "We Will Rock You" and then have a different song come on. Yeah, it go into it's the score. Super, you know? <laughs> it's super jarring. Yeah, well, here we go. We have the We Were Champion, but I love this. I love the fact that they're all singing along. It's so perfect to end this movie with them singing We Are the Champions. We are the champions, my friends. And we'll keep on fighting till the end. We are the champions. We are the champions. Yeah.
Oh, it's such a what cute a moment. Thing. It's such a cute thing to watch. And, like, this is what you do. I, I can say this. Yeah. I won. I played football in high school. I played football in high school. And we won our division championship. And we were the first team in like 18 years to win the division championship. Like it was 19 years. It was a big deal when we won. We came in the locker room. And our coaches, literally, before we could even get changed, they grabbed our stereo system, threw a tape in, and it was this song. <laughs> yeah. And we were all singing and screaming, and it was a, such a great moment, just like this. <laughs> you, you can do this. And it, this is great. because it's Queen, it transcends. Because it's a slow song, and yet you get so hyped up singing it. Exactly. You get. I don't know what it is. Dude. The only question I have is, why is Tibbles here? Like, <laughs> why is he here? He's <laughs> Again, this is some fantasy movie magic yeah. thing that happened. <laughs> well, I, I can almost go with it that he realized how he, him and Jan may have bonded over the championship game. Maybe I'll go with that. There you go. They came <laughs> together during the championship game and they bonded. Now they're best buddies. Yeah, they bonded. So, um, I, by the way, just because I really, really am going to do this, um, it, I always play the original song. I'll play the original song for a bit here, but I'm also going to end this episode with this, with them singing, because it's so great. Like, it's such a cool thing to have, you know? Perfect. I'm going to end this episode when we're done today. It is so it awesome. And so. as long as you don't end it with the song written for this that plays over the credits, which I had never... I, I must have heard it before. I had completely blocked out. <laughs> you know what's funny? I, I forgot there was songs here. I'm not going to lie. I forgot. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. It just, we it, it, we music. are the champions, right? Yeah, right? I always thought, or, or like, it always, I, mean, I always thought maybe it ended like the first one did with the um, the duck song that I opened the show with. Like, I always thought that's what ended this movie, but it's not. Like, it's not how this movie ends. Oh, yeah. I should not be throwing stones in this glass house as someone who owned the soundtracks to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies, but this song that plays over the credits, oh god, what is it called? I've looked it up and I've and I've already blocked it out. I I'm was looking just it up looking at it. I'm looking it up and I had it written it's down. Like and I don't have it. It's like Fly Together or something like that. Well, I know um, if I'm right, winning it all is actually the last song on here, and I love that okay. song. I love winning it all. That's a great song. Like by the outfield, but I don't remember what yeah. the song between it is. Like I know it ends with winning it all. Um, because sure. it's called, I'm like ninety percent sure it's Rock the Pond. Oh, Rock the Pond! Yes, that is a song that that they actually played at Ducks games for a long time. <laughs> that, that a joke? They played it at Ducks games. It's uh. <laughs> It's of the time. <laughs> yeah, they, they totally played that in Ducks games. So Yeah, that's because I was listening to it because I was like, I'm going to be on a podcast about this. I need to be able to speak knowledgeably. And I'm listening to the lyrics. I'm just like, holy shit, this is bad. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, it works, though, for this for this movie. And it, it, it's the original song made for this. And oh, now yeah. I remember why it works. Okay, okay. So I, I Rock the Pond is in here. And I know I, I play it on the show. But... If, have you ever, ever, ever seen the opening night ceremonies for the Mighty Ducks? The opening night, the first night they were a franchise? Have you ever seen it? Yeah. Mm-mm. Okay, I'll have to send you the link. It is 25 minutes of the weirdest shit I'll ever see. But <laughs> in the middle of it, they play this song, and they change the lyrics to, instead of the Mighty Ducks of America, it's the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim. <laughs> they change the lyrics. Ginger on the ice, Missy Tim, 
happens. But no, I I actually was on the All About the Men's Disney podcast breaking down that clusterfuck that is the opening of the Mighty Ducks franchise. <laughs> One of the weirdest things I've ever seen in my life is that. It sounds glorious. It, it's such a clusterfuck. It really is. Oh my god. By the way, nothing I, um, will ever be. I, I just okay. got to the credits with uh, Rock the Pond, and it's um. It is um, John Balzo, but it also says, courtesy of Walt Disney Entertainment and Experience, which is so funny to me. Oh, how courteous, how courteous of them. I know. <laughs> Walt Disney lets them use a song in a Walt Disney movie. Yeah. <laughs> so, I've heard people criticize this movie and be like, oh, they just did it because of the hockey team. And I'm like, who cares? It's awesome. Yeah, it shouldn't really matter. Like, it should not matter. You know what I mean? Like, it's a great movie. The yeah. third movie, again, we'll get to the third movie. That's not a great movie. This is a great hockey movie. This is just a great sports movie. So, it's such a great oh, thing to Oh, definitely. About. And it's have, in yes. the Cooperstown of, I don't know where the Hockey Hall of Fame is. I assume Toronto. Minnesota. Toronto. Oh, Toronto makes sense. <laughs> uh, see, I'm a baseball person, so I was being like, in the Cooperstown, and I'm like, mm, wrong sport. Toronto. But, yes, there in the go. Toronto... This this movie stands on its own. <laughs> I agree. So that being said, any final thoughts you want to say about this movie before we wrap things up here? I'm I'm gonna go rewatch the whole thing rather <laughs> than just <laughs> focusing on the minutes that I came to talk about because I have not rewatched this movie in gosh over a year, which is a long time for me. So, yeah, I'm a movie rewatcher anyway. So. It's, it, this is a great movie to rewatch. Uh, trust me, if you're doing it for mm-hmm. this, it was not a struggle to do this for this podcast. It really was not a struggle. Nice. Like, it was so much fun to do for this. So, oh, I'm still glad. And congratulations. And really, I think you're going to have a lot of fun doing the third one. Yeah, I, I, I think you'll probably roll your eyes a lot, but I think it will be kind of fun to like poke holes in that. Yeah, I, I, I'll obviously taking a break for those listening to this. Uh, I, I, I like to break the, I did the same thing last year. I record all these episodes before mm-hmm. the first episode drops. So when people are hearing this, it's the end of the summer, but for me, it's right before WrestleMania season. So I'm heading into my busiest time on my main podcast. So I'm in the middle of like getting ready for the busiest time of the year. So wrapping this show up and getting ready for WrestleMania season for me is great. So it's great for me. (laughs) But I do want to quickly thank everybody who's been on this season. I had the list right in front of me. So real quick, I'm going to run down the name of people who've been on this season. First of all, Brian Ripper from the All of the Mouth Disney Podcast, a great friend of mine. David Kid Cannon, my wife, Mandy Riley. Um, Kurt Hoffman, James Anderson, Kyle Crane, Nate Rinley, Tracy from the American ABCs, Niall McGowan, um, Tim Recker from Random Chatter, um, Tim Nidell, Robert Black, Mark Palkowski, my co-host from the Lake of South Show, um, Tabitha Carlisle, Travis Bowe, Sal Costa, also from the Lake of South Show, uh, my buddy Mike Donovan, of course, Tyranny, and of course, Sean German. <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you, everybody, for coming on this show this season. Wow, what a ride it has been. <laughs> so, <laughs> that is fantastic. Um, and, Tyranny, one last time, why don't you get your plugs in? Go ahead. Ah. Uh- uh, I am a podcaster, a writer, and I'm on social media at One Steel Sister, O-N-E-S-T-E-E-L-E-S-I-S-T-E-R. That's 
Dalsoma.com is the easiest way to find what I've been up to. Uh, as of recording this, I'm working on Joe versus the Minute, which is a movies by podcast about Joe versus the Volcano. Stars Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. It's actually the first Tom Hanks Meg Ryan movie. And this summer, as this is, you said this is going to come out at the end of the summer, so people can also be wrapping up my podcast on a league of their own. Woo-hoo. So yeah, that's, that's fantastic. Um, Again, wrong sport. <laughs> you know what, though? That's, I'm looking forward to a League of Their Own podcast. I'm waiting for one. I love that movie so much. I love that movie. So, <laughs> uh. if you're looking for guests, I'm here. I'm looking forward to that movie a lot. So, <laughs> so okay. It's oh. very weird going from 100-something episodes to nine. It oh. really has thrown me for a loop. <laughs> Trust me, I went from doing Clerks Minute and Clerks 2 to jump over to – um to jump over to doing No Days But Today, which was only like a 13-episode miniseries that I did for Rent. Mm-hmm. So, like, <laughs> it was weird yeah. for me. I've done that jump before. Trust me. I've done it. So, um, quick plugs. Quick plugs. Um, obviously, it's the end of August. And for people listening to this on the – at the time, I'm just coming off the Blake and South Show summer vacation that we always take in August. So I'm just coming off of that. And you can jump over to the Blake and South Show. It is um, SummerSlam week. So we're covering SummerSlam and TakeOver Boston and the Japan Show all going on. And also, you can go subscribe to one of my other feeds. It's called Blake and South at the Con because that's where you'll find my coverage of Wizard World Chicago. So that, that's another thing that I'm attending as a press member at the end of this month, as you're hearing this. So those are two places you could find me if you miss my voice after you're done with this season. So um, for everybody else, thank you so much for listening to Defy the Mighty Duck Season 2. I'll be back in 2021 with Season 3 of this show. I, I Again, I it, depending on the rewatch, it depends if I still do a five minutes at a time or I change up the format a little bit because this season has been exhausting for me <laughs> to, to record. So, Tyranny again, thank you so much for being the final guest on Season 2. You're a champion! Yes. And thank you all for listening and thank you all for enjoying the show and one last time have a good day everybody quack 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 and when everyone says it can't be done ducks fly together <laughs> I've paid my dues time after time I've done my sentence but committed no crime and bad mistakes. I've made a few. I've had my share.